Okay guys, I want to address a very serious issue that has come about in the church that most times we don't want to talk about it. Most people uh, kind of ignore that it's happening and it has become commonplace and almost acceptable among those who say that they are Christians and that issue has to do with sexual purity. And the problem that we see taking place in our culture, in our society, even in our country at large, is that there is almost no restraint when it comes to what we call sexual freedom. In our country, we want to do and live and have sexual relations with whomsoever we want to, male, female, interchanging both. It really doesn't matter anymore where men marry men, women marry men, women, and all of this is celebrated. But that's one thing for this to take place in the culture, or should I even say in the world. But it's another thing altogether for this to happen under the canopy of that which is permissible in the sight of God. Or in other words, for this type of attitude and behavior to take place in the church. The church is not a place for sexual freedom. The church, or should we say the house of God and God's people, we are curtailed in our behavior and in our sexual freedoms by the word of God. And in other words, if you're not married, then there is no sexual relationship between you and another individual, number one. And number two, if even if you are married, or should I even say the permissible relationships is always only between a man and a woman. There is no permissible relationship for any Christian between a man and another man or a woman and another woman. Or in other words, homosexuality is an absolute no-no and is forbidden in the scriptures. So today, I'm gonna to look at a particular passage in the book of 1 Corinthians that deals with this issue on sexual purity simply because it is an ongoing and a growing problem that we have in the church. And somehow there are many people, and, and no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, thousands or even maybe millions of people sitting out in the congregation who commonly experience or have experiences in sexual immorality. In other words, you sleeping with somebody who is not your husband or not your wife. And common law is not marriage, okay? And staying with someone together is not the same thing as marriage. If there is a sexual relationship, there must be a legitimate marriage. And a legitimate marriage is simply between a man, one man, and one woman. So let's just get right to the point of scripture as the Apostle Paul 
was talking in the book of 1 Corinthians, a church, the Corinthian church, Paul had more problems with than we can count on two hands and two feet. However, I am grateful in a sense, I am grateful in a sense, not so much as the problems with the Corinthian church, but in the sense that Paul had to write to the Corinthian church so that we would have this scripture today. All right, so that's enough babbling. Let me get to my point for today, dealing with sexual purity. And we're in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verses 9 through 11. Allow me to read the passage. I'll make my final point and I'll end this video. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 6 and 9, or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. And, and I like that particular point because he says it so succinctly. He doesn't bite, he, he doesn't make excuses for it. He, he's not biting his fingernails. He's not saying, well, you know, I don't know. No, he says very simply, the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. Or if you want to use the vernacular of our time, Unrighteous people will not go to heaven. And that's the end of that discussion. But let me continue on with the verse. So notice what he says. Do not be deceived. And reason why he says that simply is because you can be deceived. You can deceive yourself or you can allow other people to deceive you. So he says it here in the imperative forms of the verb. Don't be deceived. What about deceiving? And now we're going to talk about the unrighteousness. Who are you talking about, Paul, when you say the unrighteous people who won't go to heaven? Paul says these are the unrighteous people that I'm talking about. Do not be deceived, neither fornicators. Notice the first one on the list, sexual immoral people, fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers. Notice another classification for sexual immoral people, adulterers, nor effeminate. That is a man that acts like a woman because men should always act like men. Men should always be men nor homosexuals. So he hit that dead on the money. He says, notice we have one fornicators, two adulterers, three effeminate, and four homosexuals. He just hit four classes of the sexual immoral and that he just called what? Unrighteous. And what did he say about those who were unrighteous in these classes? You will not see the kingdom of God. And then he said it what? And don't let anybody confuse you. And it's, a, it's, it's, it's going crazy today because why? Today we have the Metropolitan Church. We got the, the, the homosexual church. We got all kinds of foolishness out there. And somehow when it's all said and done, everybody's saved. Everybody's a Christian and everybody's going to see God, but we're living any and every kind of way. Notice what the scriptures say, not what man says, but the scripture says the unrighteous ones and such as these that we just called will not see the kingdom of heaven. In other words, you may be talking and singing about a heaven you will never see. But let me continue what he says. Nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom 
of God. Now, we ain't gonna worry about the thieves and the covetous and all of that part because that's not what I'm talking about today. What I am talking about is sexual immorality, fornication, adultery, and these types of practices that are going on rapidly inside of our churches, inside of our churches today, and probably you know of someone who is in your church engaged in such activity. Maybe be in the choir, could be in the pulpit. But the thing it is, these people who are practicing these things, what does the scripture say? Do not deceive yourself. You will not inherit the kingdom of God. Or in other words, I like to say it, heaven you will never see not living this way. But let me continue. He says, and he ends with a note of compassion. And I like that in verse number 11, because now he begins to make the appeal to repent. What does he say? Such were some of you, but you were washed, but you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and the spirit of our God. In other words, just because you are an adulterer, or a fornicator. It doesn't mean that you have to lay and stay in the mud. What did he say? You were washed, you were justified, and you were sanctified. Maybe some of you who are listening to me today, you know you are guilty of fornication or adultery, and it's, and it's a bad thing. Now let me just make this aside. I understand all of the pressures that you get out in the world. I understand all of the foolishness that you see all the time. You can't even go to a doggone Walmart without looking at half naked people. I understand that. But great is our God and great is the spirit of holiness and sanctification to keep you if you want to be kept. And I am especially talking to men. You have to want to be kept and if you want to be kept, then God will keep you. But back to my point, because I'm going to bring it to a close. He says, you were washed, you were sanctified, and you were justified by the spirit of our God. There may be one of you who are listening to me even now, and you may be struggling with this particular episode or issue in your life, or even you may have committed this sin. Repent. God will graciously forgive you for any and every sin. Don't be like the pig. Don't turn back to the mud after you have been washed. And don't be like the dog, that which made you sick on the stomach. And I'm talking about your sins, your uncleanness, these things that separated us from God, these things that sent Jesus to the cross. Don't be like the dog whose sin that made him sick to his stomach turned right around and ate his own vomit. Remember the words of the Apostle Paul concerning sexual immorality. Those who do such things, they will not inherit the kingdom of God. And I hope you already knew that.